Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock thriller, North by Northwest. One minute of screen time per episode. This week, we are back with you, the Indiana Jones Minute Boys. I am Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummer. I'm Gerald Christopher. No place to sleep. Marcus Porter. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> the way he says that. So like, well, what's a man to do? Oh, shucks. <laughs> Only there was some strumpet nearby who could unreasonably allow me into her large drawing room. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about minute 52 of North by Northwest, which begins with Eve saying that Roger's game of hide-and-seek sounds awkward. And it ends with a couple of police getting aboard the train, which has made an unscheduled stop. Oh, one thing I've got interested in is, you know, you had the Hayes production code. Uh, and I think it was still kind of in effect, like dying days at this point. But mm-hmm. it didn't allow you to say overtly sexual things and like people couldn't kiss for longer than three seconds. And it had, all, you know, there could be nudity. There were lots of things they couldn't put in movies at the time. And I wonder, did people really talk? in this faux innocent way you know how awkward for you no place to sleep <laughs> you know did people or did, did people start talking like that to be sexy because of movies like this it was flirting mm. invented in the movies because they uh, yeah why well, just so was like right to stuff they had to write it this way you know almost in an infantile way yeah. In order to get past the censors. But I wonder if people really, if that was a thing before the Hayes yeah. production code or if that was because of the Hayes production code. Was anyone in the audience like, are these people idiots? What are they doing? What are they talking about like smoking and zeros and what? Why don't they just get on with it? Two adults? Well, the way he says, he's like, I don't suppose you have any pajamas I could borrow. <laughs> what? It's just like, yeah. It's kind of, it's Why would like, she have men's always... pajamas? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> and what would he yeah. what would, clearly what would, India. What would he say if she was like, oh, yeah, I have some men's pajamas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she kind of does, three different she? She's like, don't I? Three different pair. <laughs> well, I, whoosh. Like, wait well, a minute. Why do you have pajamas? And I keep wondering, like, we talked about this. We recently did an episode of... Uh, our, our weekend show where we talked about It's a Wonderful Life and we kind of talked about this a little bit then but would this same dialogue be charming if Cary Grant were Joe Pesci or maybe Hayden Christensen <laughs> or would this just be weird and gross right that's a good question well I mean I, you know Tommy you're, you're, you're my uh, you know you're sort of the weather vane to see you know the the, yes. the the compass you know the the magnetic north on this stuff uh, uh, there's two or three okay. times where you've interacted with with women in your life <laughs> all what? three times let's go through them one by one <laughs> yes well how did, he has i mean one how kid. is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah not counting my mom <laughs> and my wife let's count through the other two like you you've been invited to a drawing room once yes <laughs> No, what now? Now, what is this scene doing for you? I mean, is it is this? Because I'm watching these two people, and it, it's yes, it's old timey and flirtatious, but I can't help. It's like my head keeps hitting against the ceiling of oh my god, what's gonna? Oh my god, I can't believe <laughs> like the tent, like it kind of affects me. Right? No, I mean, I'm, it, I'm, it really gets me. 
I'm happy for these two. They're about mm-hmm. to have a great time mm-hmm. in some drawing room somewhere. But there, I mean, I think more than that, I, I kind of, like you're saying, Pete, like if it was Joe Pesci sitting here, he'd be like, what the hell's going on? That would never happen in a thousand years. But you're like, oh, okay. If you sit Eva Marie Saint and, and, and Cary Grant at a table together, I guess this would absolutely happen. Sure. Yeah, like, it kind know. of feels like it really would. Like, I, it's it's not hard to believe yeah. with Cary Grant. Right. I witnessed well, something yeah. almost kind of like this, and it, I'm still furious about it, like 20 years later. When I first moved to Chicago, <laughs> well, like 30 years later, when I first moved to Chicago, I was on a train, like just the L train. I was just sitting there by myself reading a book or whatever, and these two cute girls were like, I don't know, about my age, like maybe like out of college or something, and this like cute, you know, like J. Crew guy got on. And he's sitting there, and like they don't know him, and he doesn't know them. And within like a minute, they had invited him to their house for a party. And I was like, <laughs> "What? No, they didn't. <laughs> that guy doesn't know, know Klingon. What are they doing? What? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't they realize I could say like five different words in Klingon, and they're they're not connected, and they don't mean anything to anybody, but they're quotes from movies, and they're awesome, and I can explain that to them, and they give me my friends." I can, I can say things I'm smart deep. I'm the pig man yeah. I got a tight five on the pig man I, I would I love to go back in time and, and Tom if you just say you wouldn't have an extra pair of men's pajamas would you yeah and see what see what happens heads through the glass of the train car yeah. I have no place to sleep <laughs> won't someone well, take I, Every sentence in this scene just sounds like the words are ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. All all of it that comes out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so why is, you know, the number 3901 such a nice number? I think it's another Hitchcock reference. Mm. I think it's, oh, it's really? a, I think it's a sly reference to the 39 steps. But I I'm, I'm I might be reading it. Oh, wow. Because he, he threw a lot of stuff oh, like that Oh, that's cool. In. He was big into numeral things. I, you know, I wrote the number out and looked at it, and <laughs> I don't think it's a nice number at all. <laughs> it's, it's wildly asymmetrical. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you look, th- you know, begins with the three, it ends with the one. I mean, those are very, very different looking numbers when you draw them out. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's, couldn't even then, Marie Saint say any number? The, yeah. Like whatever any number of her drawing room is going to be, you know, what light through yonder window breaks. Right, right. but if and that's no matter the what case, she says, he's going to say such a nice number, such a nice thing. Yeah. To exactly, say. but that that completely defeats the purpose of it being a nice number because if it's all relative and everything that she says is a nice number, there are no such things as nice numbers. Well, this is why mm. uh, this is why Tom and I get so enraged at scenes like this. Because yeah. <laughs> these two people are, are going to hook up no matter what. It has nothing to do with, like, his interests or her interests or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter together. what they're, they're saying. Beautiful people. Like, they can just yeah. talk nonsense, and the other person can respond with nonsense in a soothing manner, ribbed manner. And they're, they're going to go bang in the, in the room, in the roomette. The closest experience I ever had to anything yeah. at all like this was I was on a train... Uh, coming back from Boston with my friend and uh, I guess we both fell asleep and I woke up and there was a note on my chest 
and I picked it up, and it was from it was like it was from a girl I had dated in college. And she's like, "Oh, hey, it's Tom Taylor. I just saw you asleep on the train, so it's good to see you, or whatever." And she's, it's like I got up. I was like, "I'm gonna find her," you know. And like, and, and I got up, and I and I and I found her, and she had been murdered. She had been stabbed to death in the in the smoking car. Very sad. That was, no, it was that fun was though. I caught up with her. Hey, our old times. Very Hitchcock. There were no drawing rooms. There was oh, no I was, I was porter key. Cool. There was she, nothing. She, there was yeah. I was hoping it was going to be she wasn't on the train and you yeah. were alluring and my friend to wrote that wake yeah. up like she was, like, was mm. yeah she was ghosting you. Um, a Pete question: What is a drawing room, and why is it a drawing room? Yeah, I, I think a drawing room means that it has seating. Is my guess. Mm. Wow, like outside of a bed, huh. like it or it has I, space outside of a bed, like that you could entertain. Huh. I, I have a little bit... Oh, railway usage. The term drawing room was historically also applied to certain passenger train accommodations, designating some of the most spacious and expensive private accommodations available on board a sleeping car or private railroad car. Huh. Mm -hmm. So there it is. Yeah, yeah, it basically meant you you were balling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, check this. Yeah, in in North America, it meant a room which slept three or more persons with a private washroom. With sexy results. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let me say, I've I've taken like four-day train trips, and when you're on a train for four days, there's something magical about having a private washroom. Oh, I bet. Mm. Yeah, you do not want to. After a few days, you don't want to be sharing those washrooms. No. Nice. No, no, I can see that. It's the only. But why? Why did? uh, So Cary Grant says no luggage, and I'm. Why didn't he? Is is this just a euphemism? Like I don't have any baggage in my life. Or (laughs) like why didn't he actually bring any luggage with him? Like why didn't he stop and get like a tooth or something, a toothbrush? Um, Is it just? Was he just? in such a hurry that he went right to the rail station and yeah i think so I, I think you're allowed to not stop and get toiletries when you're on the run for killing a guy yeah yeah i i read it as you know he's got no luggage but plenty of baggage yeah <laughs> yeah like mother <laughs> which which is true i mean he's yeah like my, wait hold up let's talk about mother for a minute <laughs> yeah what Chris, the Christy hell is this Freudian relationship psychoanalysis is still okay so yeah <laughs> yeah what is the deal with like his his mom is undermining him every bit of the way yeah mm-hmm. and then it's interesting because at the very end of the movie she's nowhere in sight right and he's you're graduated. like oh he has another wo- fine yeah he's graduated finally he has another woman in his life yeah Although apparently Although he's already had fast. two, right? He's, had, he's got two ex-wives already? Yeah, he's been divorced uh, twice, which, you know, in 1958, you know, isn't that quite a bit? Yeah, that's like twice as much as you're supposed to get divorced, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's what the zero stands for. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's batting he, right now. He, Nothing. He he's a, he's a big goose egg. In, in a very strange, which makes me a little uncomfortable manner. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's very familiar for a mom, right? She's more like a big sister or, uh, or a like a girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, like a Folgers coffee kind of situation. That's funny. You but, know, I wonder. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, maybe that's why he's twice divorced. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like if, I mean, maybe it's the mom is it's she, you know, she ruins everything. 
Yeah, like while yeah. they're in the tunnel of love at the end of the movie, as the the end goes on the screen, as he's like, "Oh, and you'll meet my mother, and it'll be great, and we'll have lunch every day, and it's gonna be fantastic, and <laughs> but she'll can, knit you stuff." And... I don't think you can say the mom ruins it. I I feel like his fixation on his mom ruins it. Mm. She seems to be his only friend. Yeah, like she's who he calls when he's in the at the the police station and stuff. Yeah, it's funny the yeah. actress that played her was only a couple of year, a few years older than Cary Grant. I think. Yeah. Which is also like the Manchurian candidate, uh, mm-hmm. Angelo Lansbury, who's only a couple years older than uh, Lawrence Harvey. Mm-hmm. See, see. Well, earlier in this scene, we <laughs> we realize that Eve Eve is twenty six. Right. So how old is how old is uh, Cary Grant here? Or I, I could say, how old not is, uh, tell you. Roger? Yeah, I've, age I've means nothing like in these movies. No, it doesn't. Do we buy that she's twenty six? Uh, yeah. Does she, does she? Would you say if she hadn't no. said anything, would you say that she's twenty six? No, I'd say she's like thirty five. No. Like thirty, yeah, me too. Yes, and he's yeah, like, I mean, he's she... like fifty. Yeah, yeah. It's the Captain Kirk thing. I found out the Captain Kirk was thirty-three years old, and I'm like, what? That's what thirty-three <laughs> years old looks like. I thought he was like a man. I'm thirty-five. What? What? Yeah, it's just, it doesn't mean anything. But is he is is his kind of innocent baby sex talk creepy when you realize how he talks <laughs> to his mom like is is he talking to her the same way he talks to mother <laughs> please don't ever say baby sex talk yeah that's kind of what he's doing <laughs> you know it's okay when carrie grant says it pete yeah <laughs> don't <laughs> when he gets all intimate with his mom it's all bad no. cop bad cop it's a whole different persona <laughs> I, I, I just no, think, I don't. You uh, know, she tells him to skip dessert. Yeah, yeah, and that's and the he's one like, time. I get like, what you mean. You're like, damn. That's the one time he's not in sync with her flirting. Yeah. he's like, okay, yeah, we're still flirting. Yeah. she's like, no, 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 you idiot, you're about to get arrested. There's a couple of cops on the train. Yeah, here. you know, Jim O'Kane uh, posted the menu. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Uh, Facebook group. I'll have and, the innuendo uh, salad. Yeah, on the side of the well, a like every single thing came with meat like there were you, you were not having any kind of vegetarian yeah. well no dish but you know what he asks about the trout the brook trout and she says it's a little trouty mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was kind of like what does that mean mm-hmm. she said she says that the trout is a little trouty but good i think that just might be straight cleverness yeah you know, if he had said, "Oh, hmm. I might get the cheeseburger," oh, it's a little cheesy. You know? But see, too, oh, does she some... mean it's like it's 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 overly fishy? Maybe. It sounds like it. Yeah, but when you when like, you look uh, at the when you look at the actual dessert on the menu, I feel like that was more of a recommendation. Like, are, <laughs> oh, really? Like, do there's not like get stewed the fresh <laughs> rhubarb. There's cream <laughs> cheese with toasted rye and jelly. And I, I, I think she's like. That's not much of a dessert. No, I skip the dessert, man. It's, you're not, you're not in for a treat. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we'll get ice cream in my yeah. cabin, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, for a guy who's on the run and is halfway intelligent. He's kind of a dummy. He, like he doesn't pick up that the train has stopped, and that there are, you know, badged men getting on the train. But as, as a, as a. As a red-blooded man, I don't know how he could get that. Right. Like, I, how would you not say, I get your message? 
I'm so turned on. It feels like the train just stopped. Whoa, Nelly. (laughs) Well, those are the police. I was expecting the firemen. (laughs) I surrender. (laughs) Put this out in my pants. (laughs) But like, are we to infer now that any any time we go out to dinner with people and they say they're not having the dessert, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, I'm a married man. Yeah, I'm down. I don't know how far that'll get you. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> say read the room, take, it to take the temperature of yes. the table. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, hell, he's wrong. He's wrong, right? Well, he's Cary Grant, for God's sake. So the, the, the police show up, and they're not smiling. Right. No. Which is odd, yeah. because police normally smile a lot. <laughs> yeah. This is Hitchcock, you know, pulling all the levers, like, you know, oh, they're not smiling. You'd expect a cop to be smiling, but he's not. Is she is she a regular on this route? Because she knows <laughs> that this is an unscheduled stop. Like, does she, does she take this train a lot? It looks like an unscheduled. Mm. Like, that's not even a station, is it? Yeah. They're just, yeah, like, next true. to some just, lake like, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, she knows the trout is trouty. That's true. That's true. She's, yeah. Been, yeah. she's been on the train long enough to have had the trout. Unless she's like, being cute. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He should, he should be a little suspicious here, because she's very observant. Yeah. But he's well, that, not that's observant enough that he's not picking up that she's observant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. That's what's so interesting about it all is that what we learn is that, uh, you know, uh, Thornhill here is so, uh, you know, arrogant, you know, in, yeah. in, in a way. He's 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 just, he's like, oh, why, of course. Th- this woman knows I'm a murderer and she's going to uh, let me in her cabin and into her heart. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking you know, with his own. just. yeah he's thinking with his own so yeah it's 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 pretty incredible how you hear this guy he's on the lam for murder and he's that distracted (laughs) yeah 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 this being on the lam stuff ain't so bad (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to make whoopee (laughs) yeah (laughs) wait till mother hears about this Where's a postcard? <laughs> All right. Well, you don't have to send us a postcard. You can just show up here tomorrow, everybody, for a minute 53. Uh, and in the meantime, if uh, you need to subscribe to the show, you can please find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Google Play or wherever you find your shows. And you can sure go to our main site over at HitchcockMinute.com. And if you want to find us online, uh, you know, join us in some social chit-chat. You can find us on Twitter at Hitchcock Minute, or we've got a Facebook group, The Man on Washington's Nose. And uh, please come back here next time. Same Hitchcock time, same Hitchcock channel for the Hitchcock Minute. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.